trick-or-treat, a show where we futurelings dangle some words of the past and hope to get a bite. This is the very special, not pre-recorded, Halloween episode airing on your, uh, devices today. Because everyone is dead, we have found a new holiday celebration where myself and the host attempt to give the robot a contact sugar rush. We just want to know what's going to happen. My name is Spoopy Sack P, or Spooky Sack P. And I am the special guest tonight, and I'd like to introduce this show's two co-hosts, Daily Gordilia and Kill underscore Bot number 8662E0. Thank you. Hello! I have a small correction. My name is Kill underscore Bot number 6662E0. It's spookier. It's very spooky. Is it really, though? Yeah. I'm the Daily Gordilia, and that's all I have to say about it. All right. I have a question about the Contact Sugar High mission that you two have given yourselves. Yes. Why, so far, have all of your methods consisted of synthesizing off-brand Nutella and spreading it on top of my head? Well, it's contacting you, correct? Yes, it has, but there's no sensors or inputs Anywhere on top of my head. Well, you see, we don't have your user manual, so we didn't know that. You don't have the ServoBot user manual? I mean, I do, but I lost it. Uh, It's lost in the wreckage, you know? Lost in the wreckage. Yes. Speaking of the wreckage, Mm. um, I usually like to record these episodes from the boiler room in the wreckage, because it's a nice place to hang out. But I had a little experiment I was working on where I was trying to raise a dead body because I thought it would be a good, fun side gag for this episode. Uh-huh. I was going to try to do a little bit of technological necromancy. Oh. And I was going to see how well that would go. Unfortunately, what I actually accomplished was deep frying a corpse uh, through electricity. And the boiler room is just full of acrid smoke and terrible burning flesh smells. So not recording in there. I went over to to the the Daily Gordilia's space to record this episode. Mm. So uh, we're actually in the same audio track, which will make editing this one fun. Sucks to suck. It. Yep. Wow. Uh, you know, just to alleviate your issues, you could have elevated the corpse. That would have. Huh? Uh, you could have just elevated the corpse. If you lifted it up, you would have raised the dead. Oh snap. Listen, it's you have to, you have to come at me with hard hitting commentary like that before I set a corpse on fire. I before, had, not after. Wait, you didn't tell anyone. It's fused to the boiler room floor now. Oh. It literally cannot be lifted. Oh god! That used to be our friend, but now he is the dead. Listen, it's unidentifiable. I couldn't tell you who this person was. I definitely no. can't now. <sighs> 
I don't think we have a collection of dental records on board at all, so... Also, there's no teeth. They all exploded like popcorn. Also, at some point, I believe, before or after 2039, pre or post, uh, dental records were proven to kind of be bullshit. So, uh... Yeah, yeah popcorn I'm teeth. pretty sure. Popcorn teeth. It was kind of entertaining. Except, if you see this dent, you actually can see... I'm pointing sure. to the dent in the side of my head. You can't see it because you're still in your recording space. But if you look at this dent in the side of my head, one of the teeth pinged off and just like stabbed me in the face. So it was really fun and entertaining up until right at that exact moment. I hate to tell you this. It didn't ping off. Uh-oh. It's mm. still there. It's still. Okay, so there's a tooth. That's I'm not, my costume. I'm not pulling it out. That's my Halloween costume. I refuse. I've got a tooth. I've got a human molar embedded oh, in the side of my head. It's not a molar. It's like one of the front teeth. Oh. Is they it bit like you. an incisor? Did we give Servobot fangs? Oh, dang! Excuse me, Killbot? Spooky-ooky. I'm kill, Killbot underscore 6662E0. Oh, you know what your costume is now? What? You've been bitten by a vampire. Oh, snap. How, who, whoever this person was, they were a creature of the night. And now God, I've it been is gross to imagine. Them, except <sighs> I exploded them. Mm. So they're not much of a vampire uh, overlord. Oh, boy. All right. Are so, you a vampire <laughs> overlord? I must be. I'm a killbot who was bitten by a vampire. Therefore, you're a vampire. Puric robot now? I'm a vampire killbot. Oh, jeez. I am also a keeper of news. News was... from times past. Yes. It was news in the past times. Mm -hmm. But now you know what it is? Is it the spooks? What? It's the spooky olds. Oh. This is a spooky story that I found from an old newspaper, which is called the Palatka Daily News. And it is from... Thursday, August 31st, 1922. You're a little off on the time scale there, but continue. Listen, I didn't hear anything from the words what it is to the Palatka, so an entire part of my world is missing right now. Uh -huh. Just You just need to know 1922. But, oh, continue. It's the Palatka Daily News from Thursday, August 31st, 1922. It's the spookiest day, August 31st. Oh, dang. That's when Halloween is. Yes. So... Here's my, my news story that I've got. All right. Monster celebration. Palatka, Labor Day, Monday, September 4th, 1922. Two championship baseball games. Two. Games start 2 p.m. Pals, semi-pro state champions versus St. Petersburg state league champions and Lake City Fast semi-pro team, Grant Lucas, will pitch both games for the Pals. Foot races, jumping, stunts. Don't fail to see Squad Z. This famous squad will hold sway on Lemon Street all morning. Come and bring the family. Fun for old and young. Music all day, but Palatka's famous band. I don't know what was being advertised for me. I know why this is a scary story. It's a scary story... Because, god dang, that apparently in 1922 they didn't know grammar existed. No, I mean, this one is Sports ball! It was undiscovered. At. Sports ball! Sports ball! Sports is ball! Pals the name of the team? I think. They're, they're the semi-pro state champions. The Pals? The Pals. The Pals. The Palatka Pals. Or are they Pals? So, do, does their, like, mascot just look like a friend? Yeah, he's shaped like a friend. 
their mascot is shaped uh, like Fred. I'm, but this is a scary I'm, story I'm, because it's a monster celebration. Does it really say oh. monster celebration? Oh, it says monster celebration at the top of the it page. It does say monster on top of the page. I'm looking at this synthesized article. Yeah. Is this an advertisement? It's a for monster the game. celebration. For the games, I assume. For Palat Calabra Day. So yes. Not for one of the synthesizer items. No. No. Okay. And uh, monster. It's a monster celebration for Pal- What's a palatka? It's a place. No, it's a uh, it's a Person. small pancake made out of potatoes. Um, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's saying that it's potato pancake daily is the title of this newspaper. I'm pretty sure that's what this is. This is po- the potato pancake daily news. I'm pretty sure there's just a place that's named potato pancake. Yes, and it's here. It's Palatka Daily News. Yeah, so it's the not potato pancake daily news. directly referring to the potato pancakes. The town's named after potato pancakes, but it's not pota- Monster Celebration Potato Pancake Labor Day. I'm unfamiliar. Do you use syrup on potato pancakes? Yes. I would not. You use syrup. Oh, okay. You use butter-flavored syrup if you can find a synthesizer file for it. There's and I what? think we've got one. There's butter-flavored? No. Yes. No. Listen, yes. I, I'm not going to put syrup on my potato anything. Why not? Are you a coward? Yes. But it makes such a delightful texture. Listen, the texture might be nice, but I'll go with gravy, if anything. Gravy's too thick. Sour cream. What kind of gravy have you had? Well, hold, hold on. Syrup is pretty thick, you know. No, it's not. Yes. I'm talking about fresh from the microwave syrup. You uh, microwave syrup. I microwave my syrup. Do you put the bottle in? I was going to say syrup consistency is temperature dependent. Gravy, on the other hand, is like a big solid chunk of animal fat. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Uh, cold got... gravy is. Yeah. Yes, but <laughs> you don't use cold gravy ever. Yes, you do. You pull it from the storage container and you pour it onto your potato pancakes, I guess, no, if you're crazy. No, if anything, Let's... that's what you microwave. And if you're smart, you pull your syrup out of the storage container, put it into the microwave for like a solid 30 seconds, uh-huh. and then you pour it on your potato pancakes because you're a smart, good person. Listen, I'm going to post thinking this about to this, you. Uh-huh. Thinking about this, like, you know, just like someone took two pans and hit a baked potato until it was a pancake. Yes. Sour cream. What about sour cream? Sour cream. Would probably be a good option. I but think would that, that be that's too a good compromise. But that's I even think thicker. It's that's thicker, thicker than gravy. It's, it's sour less cream thick is than thicker gravy. than gravy. No, gravy is like solid fat. No, it's not sour solid. Sour cream it's is solid like fat. Solid it's like milk. a block. Listen, it's like butter. Sour, you spread it onto your. No, sour cream okay, is What is gravy milk. to you? Gravy is nice and warm and savory, and you put it on potatoes most often. Though it can go on meat as well. Okay. I don't, I don't think um, Kilbot recognizes half those words. When I like like pancakes and waffles. They tend to be warm, right? Uh-huh. I like cold syrup to counter that. It's a nice dynamic. How do you get the syrup to be cold if it just came out of the microwave? You put it in the fridge. But that takes so long. You microwave it you and don't it's hot. Micro- you, you don't microwave it at all. Why wouldn't you microwave your syrup? Because it cannot be microwaved if you really want it to not be microwaved. But then it won't be it's it won't be syrupy. It it's syrupy without being fridged or microwavey. It's still a syrup. What? Sirbot, no, Killbot, six success. Yes. What's your opinion yeah. on molasses? Molasses yeah. is 
Okay, so it's kind of like a little thing. I like it a lot, but it's... You know how you guys keep talking about how I keep gumming up my servos and stuff like that? Yeah, with the mm-hmm. Nutella on your head. Why would Nothing you- does... No, that's not in any gears. That's on the top of my head, and that's your guys' fault. Yeah. But the molasses is just this thing. It's like a little treat that I go for, and that super gums up all of my servos, and that's actually the main cause for most of the times that you guys have to clean out the gears. Why are you just eating molasses? I'm not eating. I'm putting it into my input valve. That's basically letting it run through. That's robotic speech for eating. Yeah, maybe technically, however... It's super awesome. Like, it's just such a good feeling. Like, it's just like, it fuses things together, and then when I, like, the effort of trying to pull them apart is extremely satisfying. Is molasses too thick? That sounds almost pornographic. Okay. Is that, I, is, how, but... is that how you... No. <laughs> uh, I don't, molasses I would not put on my palatkas. You wouldn't put molasses on your palatkas. I don't what's think the I've ever just What's eaten the molasses? difference between molasses and syrup? Syrup you put in the microwave and then it's can, basically water. I can molasses microwave. Tex- what? I can microwave some molasses. You, you can you can Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're saying that you can put things that are not syrup into the microwave. I'm saying I can. You're not allowed. What? Oh dang, take away the microwave privileges. No, but like you've 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 done you've hit me with a one-two punch here. First, you're saying the microwave can heat things that are not syrup. Second, you're saying I cannot do that. Why have you <laughs> cursed me? Why have you cursed me with this previously unknown knowledge and now forbidden me from it. Well, the the point of this journey was to point out something incredibly thick, like molasses, can become thin, like gravy, with heat. So all things can be put in the microwave, unlike the meat fat chunks of gravy you were worried about. Uh Uh-huh. Well, this is a really lovely conversation that we've had about the Palatka Labor Day monster (laughs) celebration. (laughs) Really what are talking they doing? about stuff. What are they doing? They're having they a do- celebration of monsters. It says on the top of the page in huge letters, <laughs> monster celebration. That wasn't what the inside contained. I think most- Wait, 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 wait. Maybe we're not reading it right. Maybe this baseball game setup is with monsters. Oh, you're saying the pals in the St. Petersburg? They're actually just monsters. That's why they use the word monster to describe it. That just makes sense. And Lake City. And Grunt Lucas. Grunt Lucas is a monster name. Who it is? Who gave a small potato pancake-based town the Necronomicon? Who decided? That's an excellent question. Why did they get to summon stuff? Why don't I get to summon stuff? Did you get a Where book? Where is Palatka's book? You know, it makes sense that did they order the Necronomicon Palatka. from the company? You can carve a potato. What to be a jack o' lantern? This oh, makes sad. sense. This is why. It really pertains to our this this episode, actually. That would be very challenging, actually. Potatoes aren't hollow on the inside. Neither are most things. Pumpkins. You can still carve a watermelon. My soul is. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So with that, now that we've finished talking about food, we should talk let's move about on. melting things. <laughs> Mel- yes, melting things. Um. What's the name of the segment? It's the melting pot. The melting pot. The melting pot. <laughs> 
Insert spooky noises. But spooky this time. Yes, but spooky. All right. Maybe bat sound effects for that one? What would make least sense? Um, um, I think like clapping, but in like a bat-like flat fashion. Just... Sounds like you're preparing for like. I like. I'm trying like to hit song, the. I'm like trying to song. hit my fingers to the back of my Come wrist on, on each hand. <laughs> Lovely. All right. There we go. Okay. Bat what have you? What have you? Pre- there we go. Bat noises. Bat noises. What have you prepared for us? Um, I haven't prepared it, but I ordered it off of the synthesizer machine. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some stuff. All right. We got in quotes, original end quote, caramel, no chocolate caramel creams. So quote, original end quote, chocolate caramel creams. What? Yes. This is the first chocolate caramel cream. Um, this is the original. It's It's not, it's claiming this is somebody else is calling this the original, but they're dubious about it. It's in goddamn quotes. I don't know what original, what they're trying to like, Gain from by put having the word original and then having it the word original in quotes. I'm it's not sure the what first, they're trying to get at. It's the first caramel chocolate cream that neither contains chocolate nor caramel. It's yeah. a chocolate caramel cream. Well, Servobot, now that you're here, I feel like this will definitely not gum up your, your servos. Okay, so now we've moved on from painting the top of my head with with off-brand Nutella. Now you're trying to just directly insert candy into yes. my input valve. Alright. Now, the thing about these is, I hope you feel included. They're called chocolate caramel creams, but there ain't no caramel. There ain't no caramel taste. Give that a taste. I was right about my joke. It's the first caramel cream to not include caramel. Yeah, I'm really confused. Um, because wait, the brand isn't you know caramel creams. It's Yotez's. Well, are we going to get yelled at by For the what? past, the caramel versus caramel debate? Is the past going to yell at us? I will I, say exclusively caramel from now on to try to balance it out. And then you two I can mean, just the company did decide at one say. point. The company I will, did decide I will the correct tell you that. What, what did they decide? I'm going to go with the opposite of that. <laughs> I think they went with... I don't remember my history lessons. They went with caramel. But it is uh-huh. now caramel for the simplicity of the past. Okay, caramel? so here's the thing. You told me to take a bite out of this. Mm-hmm. I took a big old bite out of this. And I can't taste any caramel, but I also can't taste anything else because I have no sense of taste. So. How are your cogs, though? Uh, the cogs, it's not as gummed up as you would expect. Not mm-hmm. a very sticky thing that you've provided me with here. Mm-hmm. What I do get out of this is it's got two textures in it. There's like the thick one, mm-hmm. and then there's the less thick one that's mm-hmm. on the inside. Mm-hmm. That uh, is a lighter color than the the sort of black outside of it. Yes. And um, that's about the extent of what I'm able to get out of this using my uh, available st- systems and yeah. scanners. It's entire. It's almost entirely sugar. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, probably very bad. Not terrible though. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. My only qualms with this is that they literally say it's a caramel cream, but it's chocolate and no caramel can be tasted. Does original mean original flavor? Original flavored chocolate? Original flavored chocolate caramel. 
I mean, I would assume that there are other companies that have ventured into the turf of what if we put sweet thing with other sweet thing. And I don't think is any candy original. Oh, dang. Like the original combination of sweet. Is this the first historic sweet? Oh, is this? Hold up. We don't know when these were made and I haven't looked it up. So, yes. This this is the progenitor of all sweet things mixed with other sweet things. Like this is pan- the very first like, sweet combo. Ha. Huh. See, I always thought it would be something, you know, like sugar and another sugar cookie. Like if you sprinkle sugar ch- and fruit like a like a crystallized pineapple or like perhaps. a honey apple. But you know, caramel and chocolate while advanced the past started off right. Uh-huh. You know, if they well, actually got caramel. Caramel. That does mean that they went down from there, though. That means that they they started out with complicated candy, mm-hmm. and then they got worse. They had to reverse engineer science to refine their bases. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the website for the specific brand. Again, I'm going to butcher this word. Gotez's. They only have... Caramel creams, both in caramel and chocolate flavor, and then something called Caltels. Is that vegan? I would assume not. They have the word cow in them, and then that implies that there's cow used in it? They're the tales of cows. Or yeah. is it stories? Oh, stories by that, cows. How is it spelled? Tail. That's that's the story word for tail. Okay. All right. So, cow story candy. Cow story. Is that... That's a movie, right? Cow story? Yeah, like it's a bunch of cows and then they have to they have to freeze in place whenever Andy comes back. And then when they're there, when he's not there, then they're able to go on a, on cow adventures again. Yes, that sounds right. Yeah, cow story. Cow story. Oh. Okay. Okay. You know, that's a title that makes sense. Yeah. I'm good, I'm good with that. So, what would you rate this food? I would say it's really good, really sweet. Candy is always like a good time, regardless. It's hard to get a bad candy, I think. Uh-huh. Um, so, three out of five pumpkin pies. I would go more if it wasn't for the fact that they claim it, they're caramel and they're goddamn not. Goddamn lied to you. It, got it goddamn lied. Yeah. Lying you can't candy. Do that. that is the thing that we've learned is if it if it doesn't if the title is not related to the thing itself, then that's just bad. Yeah. That's just an overall bad. Mm-hmm. Your title has to be exactly what you're doing. Yes. And in the vein of titles being exactly what we're doing. Yeah. I've got a story. You've got and a story. Let's do it. I got a story. You gotta get a hold of this. So you gotta get a hold of this. So Whoa. it's this I can't be mad. This story relates perfectly to the title. This story uh-huh. is appropriate, but it's about this it's about this dude. Yeah. This dude, yep. very lonely man. Yeah. And yep. he's kind of the last dude. He's the last dude oh. on the planet. Oh. Oh. And he hears a knock on the door. Uh-huh. He, uh-huh. And that's that's but it. could have done that. He's the last dude. See, uh, my immediate thought: What about a lady? 
Last Dude oh. on Earth? What? Like, this is apparently a horror story from the past, but, like, they didn't even consider ladies. Or... What about... Non-binaries. Like, or... Or or just, like... Anything a very, else. Or a dog. Yeah. They yeah. didn't consider anything else knocking. Yeah, dogs can knock on doors. The last man so is this one of on those Earth things where, like, sat alone in a room. There was a knock at the door. Nothing. They didn't consider anything. This isn't creepy. I'm not scared. No. That's literally Polly the parrot outside is going like, hey, I want a cracker. Hey. 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 Yeah. This, hey, I want a cracker. This could be Polly the parrot. This story hey, last man. Is, I know you've got the Ritz. <laughs> Give me the Ritz. This hey. On the Ritz. I'm out here. I want the Ritz. In case this is copywritten, this story is by Frederick, Fred, Frederick Brown. All right. Okay. But that's, I that's, don't, I don't, like, what's your deal, Frederick? Didn't you, didn't you read, did you go to, like, an all-male school and you just don't know women exist? Or, hey, what's wrong hey, with you? Or parrot. animals? Hey. Or, did you, <laughs> not know, crackers. did you not know parrots existed, Frederick? Hey, Frederick, <laughs> I heard you're the last guy on Earth. Give me your Ritz crackers. Hey, Frederick, open the door. Open the gosh dang door, Frederick. I'm out here. <laughs> this is a really aggressive parrot. Yeah, the parrots are well known for being for really assholes. One of those, yeah, and they want those crackers so bad. God and, damn. In general, intelligent birds are just all mean. And we should have learned our lesson to not make more intelligent birds. I mean, does intelligence equal meanness? At least for birds. Yes. <laughs> for the for most birds. part, yeah. All right. Birds are mean. I and they hop around on their cute little feet doing mean stuff. I did discover, apparently, this short story is based off of a slightly longer short story. So I have to imagine that this, like, story started as some really long novella that someone just kept subtracting sentences on. Here's the original. Uh-huh. Imagine all human beings swept off the face of the earth except one man. Imagine this man in some vast city, New York or London, the only two vast cities. Imagine him on the third or fourth day of his solitude, sitting in a house and hearing a ring at the doorbell. So this this, this original hey. story hey, it's me, Polly the parent. took into oh, account God. human beings in general. Like, this, the original story had some good points to it. All human beings. Except for one. That's great. And it also yep. had a doorbell, which is notoriously harder for parrots to, you know, push in because it's a parrot. It's going to knock beak. with its big beak. The beak yep. can't press the button in hard enough. So, like, we're hitting some good high notes right away, but we also don't have a title for this story, so it instantly is worse. Yeah, it's worthless. If it doesn't have a title, it's worthless. So, yeah, I don't know, like, is what would you call this story? Doorbell? I would call it Doorbell Dude. Doorbell Dude. Doorbell Dude is the only in two its elements of the story. Almost infinitely better as it addresses all the points. But I yep. want to imagine that this story was also based on a slightly longer story with another sentence added to it. 
Yeah, it's like it would be interesting to see how much further it goes back, and then eventually it turns out that it's like I am legend or something. That would be interesting. Which is a very badly titled story. This uh the slightly longer story is by Thomas Bailey Aldrich. Interesting name. It's got Aldrich in it, which sounds like Eldritch, which is very spooky. And on the subject of good titles for horror stories, that reminds me of the classic Mandor Handhook Cardor, which is just inimitable. There's no way to go beyond that. Everyone knows exactly what's happening in that story. Everyone knows. You what? don't even have to tell it. Uh, I was just talking about the story Mandor Handhook Cardor. What? Mandor Handhook Cardor. Do you not know this story? No, maybe. Okay, so um, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if I can find it actually, and then we'll we'll have a double feature on this segment. Oh boy! See if you can jog my memory. Well, if I can find the actual written story, it was uh, written by anonymous. So um, here we go. Man and girl go out to drive under moonlight. They stop at a side of the road. He turned to his girl and say, Baby, I love you very much. What is it, honey? Our car is broke down. I think the engine is broken. I'll walk and get some more fuel. Okay, I'll stay here and look after our stereo. There have been news reports of stairs being stolen. Good idea. I'll keep the doors locked no matter what. I love you, sweaty. So the guy goes out to get full for the car. After two hours, the girls say, where is my baby? He was supposed to be back by now. Then the girl hear a scratching sound and voice say, let me in. The girl doesn't do it. And then after a while, she goes to sleep. And then the next morning, she wakes up and finds her boyfriend still not there. She gets out to check and Mandor handhook car door. What? <laughs> That's the end. That's the story. Mandor hand door. Mandor hand hook. Hand hook. This is a Cardor. Mandor hand hook car door. Yes. This classic it's tale. It's this classic tale. Uh, it's this classic tale. I'm, I'm upset. Spooky self spooky sack pee. I'm upset. This tale holds no actual tales in it. Are you sure? Yes. I don't know. What about the stairs that are being stolen? S T E R E S. Does that that has no tail? It's being stolen. T-A-I-L. Yeah. You have to go get full for the car. <laughs> anyway. No, we're done. Nice, we're done? That's a end good spooky of, story. End of stories. And End of get a hold of this. <laughs> end of all stories forever. All stories forever are done. All of um, them. We're d- if yes, you're reading a uh, book right now, stop. Throw it away. Uh-huh. This episode, I feel like we should clarify something real quick. So, earlier in the episode when Spooky Sack P said that this episode was not pre-recorded. Okay, we have to come clean a little bit. This episode was pre-recorded. We were very, very excited to make a Halloween episode. So, we went ahead and did that one like it was one of the first couple episodes that we made. Yeah. It, here we are recording it right now. Um, so, like, you may have noticed that there's, like, a couple of things that, like, we're not referring to epic jokes that we've made in the past or things like that. 
that's because this episode is actually older than like all the other episodes. But like, it's to still... be fair, audience. To be fair, yeah. We don't know when Halloween is. Yeah, we don't. Calendar gone. Yeah, on calendar planet, gone. On weird planet. On planet. On weird planet. We don't know when fall is, but uh, Killbot tripped a breaker in reanimating a corpse. So tripping yep. is very close to falling, and we're at the Halloween episode. Yep. So, in that, uh, in that knowledge, um, when we say that's the end of all stories forever, uh, it probably sounds a bit more impressive uh, if you think of this episode as being the newest, the 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 most recent episode. But it could have it could be possible that this episode is being slated before some other episodes, and there are stories in those, and then you'll be like, huh. I thought this was the end of all stories forever. Well, the thing to keep in mind with that is, is that I'm a liar. And you've been tricked. Whoa. <laughs> Boo. Spooky. Yeah. So now moving on to our next segment. It's uh, the League of Champions. The League of Champions. Or as this week we have the League of Cryptids. The League of Cryptids. Whoa! And so the question we have for you on this very fine, probably Halloween day is, who is the most dateable? Who is the most heartthrob of all the cryptids? Who's the best? Uh-huh. Who do you want? Who is the, who sets your heart aflutter when they enter the room? You see them, and it's just like, oh, my stars. It's that. And for once, it won't be Pikachu. It will not be Pikachu, because Pikachu is not a cryptid. Or I mean, a public domain horror character. Yeah, I mean, we, we, it's not public domain. If it was public domain, movie. we could easily say Mimikyu is the Pikachu cryptid. Yes. But... yeah. That's a but. This isn't this isn't Smash Brothers. This isn't Smash Brothers. This isn't Pokemon. Together, this isn't Pokemans. This isn't Pocket Brothers Monster <laughs> Smash. This is this is my favorite game. Pocket this is Brothers. the League of, of Pocket Brothers Monster Smash. This isn't. This is the League of Cryptids, where we pit public domain characters against each other. They're not necessarily cryptids, but they are. Public domain characters. I'm imagining Tamagotchi, but it's the Mario Brothers for Pocket Brothers. <laughs> you start off with a baby Mario. Now, when? before when? Nintendo... You have to feed him to a Yoshi to grow him up. What? Isn't that how it works? Feed him to the Yoshi? Isn't that how it works? Does the Yoshi transform into the older Mario then? Daily so. Gordon Daily. Daily. he lays the egg? Yes. Is Killbot in Devor? You know... I don't think I'm at liberty to say. Killbot? Are you in Devor? I mean, I don't, I don't have a mouth, so I personally am not. Okay. But I guess if you're in Tavor, you are the one being Vord if you're in it. Jesus. If you think about it. Okay. You so, know, in the grand <laughs> scheme of things. You opened this can of worms, now lie in it. I don't want to. It's a bad can. Someone didn't check the expiration date, and that was me. Mm-hmm. So... 
Who is going first? Who wants to pit their cryptid up against the others? I have two good candidates, so I was kind of holding my cards close to my chest, but... I want to go last because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow everyone's minds with mine. Well, here's a question I guess I need to pose to you two. Yes? What was the prompt again? Heartthrob. <laughs> <laughs> who, who sets your heart aflutter? With oh, my heart specifically. All right, I'm I, gonna give you this one. It's the green horror. What? What's the it's, green could horror? You, could you could you enunciate that a little bit more? The green horror. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, because there's a different connotation with the first thing you said. Is horror horror? Uh huh. Explain yourself. All right. Defend your choice. This is must be um probably like the most personally like. I'm choosing this as a heartthrob for myself in that case, then. Mm-hmm. Because the green horror is a cactus. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh. All right. And let me tell you, I love me a good plant. Uh-huh. And this plant is the goodest. It is able to wield an axe. Oh. An axe an axe wielding cactus. It can throw axes. It's a good Someone played polymerization on cactus and George Washington. <laughs> And got green horror. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if George Washington threw axes at people, but... How else did he chop down the cherry yeah. tree? I don't think the cherry tree was a person. Oh. The cherry tree was the name of a person. First name Terry, last name Tree. So cherry tree. What else can you tell us about the green horror? <laughs> um, It's a pretty old cryptid, but... um. I believe it's 1954. Oh, wait, 1954. That's the same year as Godzilla movie, I believe. Oh, <laughs> interesting tidbit. Interesting. Um, but it's just a cactus. And what's better? What what, what can you love more than plants? Apparently more people love Godzilla <laughs> because it was the one of the things that became popular over those two. Yeah, of, of those two things released in that year, the only things that ever happened in 1954... The Green Horror and Godzilla were released. Listen, let me tell you. I'm, I mean, I, we are only breathing. You're not breathing, but we are only breathing oxygen because I have made these plants survive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do any of them wield axes? Not currently. We got to get on that. We're working on it. We got to synthesize like the proper size axe and proper weight for the tiny little. Succulents. Douglas could probably wield an axe. I don't know if I want Douglas to wield an axe because I'm not sure. Uh, we've got Siv from the popular video game Darks. Darks? Darks. Darks. I'm not sure if Douglas. I don't know if I trust Douglas, okay? It, but that's a good position. So he would look great, yes, but like I don't know if I trust him well, enough with an axe. You also look cute, Killbot, and no one trusts you. Anyone. Aw. No one trusts you no at one. all or with an axe? What are you saying here? That's so sweet and also flattering. Both. You think I'd be able to kill you guys with an axe? <laughs> you I would not be able to accomplish that goal. <laughs> Have you seen me try to run? Yeah, it's not good. No, I just sort of like... E <laughs> Is that the button you hold down inside yourself to run? Do you hold the E button? No. No, technically W, but it's right next to E, and you can remap it. Ooh. <laughs> 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 All right. So, You're wrong. So, oh, snap. What? You are wrong. Why? Wrong. According to Spooky Sack P. Why? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you hmm. who makes my heart go flutter. It's Baba Yaga. Do it. 
it Baba yeah, Yaga. That's good. You know, the- you know what's cute in the modern day slang? Everyone wants to be baby. No, everyone should want to be Baba. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Baba. (laughs) She Baba. Excuse me, you've been diagnosed with Baba. Uh, Spooky Sack Bee, can I get you just to repeat that? Mm. She Baba. Please. Everyone wants to be baby. She Baba. And you should want to be Baba. Baba Yaga is the best heartthrob. Baba Yaga flies around. She has residency in a, in a forest. Who doesn't want to be a resident in a forest? She has. She steals children and no one likes children. She has a walking oh. house with chicken legs. That yes. is territory. I would move in. I would be the best husband to Baba Yaga. I would make the house clean. I would clean up those chicken legs. She has the wisdom of old age. She is a beautiful witch with special secret powers that will curse you. And there's nothing more enticing than power in being Baba. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's the problem with that. Uh, I was expecting that I was going to follow that up with something profound and like this ultimate loophole character that would like make me win, but I don't think that's possible anymore. Because everybody gotta be Baba. Please, what do you mean? So, so here's her. what I've got. You can't hurt her. She's you, Baba. You cannot step to Baba. So here is my my loophole character that I chose for the 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 best the most heartthrob character. <laughs> Is Dorian Gray. Elaborate. Dorian Gray, his whole deal is he got this magical cursed portrait of himself, and he's beautiful and young looking forever, but the portrait is what gets ugly. So he himself, ultimate heartthrob across the board for everybody, but he's not Baba. He's not Baba. He ain't Baba. He's Dorian Gray, and Dorian sounds like durian, and they're smelly. Yeah. How would you know? I have the ability to smell. And a database of saying, does this smell good or bad? Yes, no. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a binary database, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Y-N. <laughs> Checkbox. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably ones <laughs> and zeros translated to wide ends, you know, for data storage reasons. But yeah, you're, it's, it's still not cool, Baba. Yeah. It's still not Baba. There's no reason to go into any more detail about Dorian Gray because he's not Baba. I mean, he ain't Baba. Not, he has not been diagnosed with Baba. He is not Baba. She doesn't. Baba uh, Dorian doesn't guide the lost souls of the dead. You know who does? Doesn't have a chicken Baba. house. No chicken house here. Just a spooky portrait mm. that you that you keep. It shows that you killed somebody because there's blood on the hands of the portrait. Oh no! I still think a cactus with an axe is pretty metal. What if? Mm. What if? Yeah. What if? Yeah. The Baba Yaga yeah. had the green horror as just a house plant. Other names for Baba Yaga: Baba Yaga, Baba Jaga, Jaga Jaga, Baba Baba, Raga Baba, and Klanta. He ain't Baba. Dorian Gray ain't Baba. He's just a murderer with a spooky painting. 
He's a murderer? I mean, yeah, he kills people or he kills somebody and then there's blood in his painting because all the ugly and terrible things about him as he gets older and does bad stuff, uh, they are in the painting. That's not good. Like, no, that's like, unless the person you're killing is a child, they don't deserve it. Yeah, no, but yeah, definitely. Because as Don't you want a lady who eats small children? That's, that's yeah. what I want. In a- get you a get you a girl who can do both, and then both is have a chicken house and eat children and be Baba, and be Baba. That's all both. Oh no, yeah. I'm mostly drawn to the eating children part. Yeah, be Baba, eat children. She got something for that's, everything. That's like that's like a good T-shirt idea. <laughs> Just be Baba, eat children. Yes. First post twenty thirty nine merch. If you if you see us with merch and you realize and you see the first one is be Baba eat children, then you'll realize that that was the a decision that was made, <laughs> and you'll know that it happened in this episode. Yes. Of course, we have lots of other things that we could put on shirts. I'm sure. I mean, every definition from Lexi Codwoman is a shirt. Yeah. Break it, fix it, wear a hat. Oh, break it, fix it, wear a hat. Wait, do yep. we know what that means yet? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> How does time work? It doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't very well. No, it's it's a little bit broken. Uh. I think. Yeah. That. <coughs> Jesus. I think it's time to move on. Oh. To fancy. A schmancy. Fancy. A dancy. Clancy breaker. The audio See, waves I now. thought you were going to go with Clancy, like clacking bones, because yeah, we got some skelts. There's some skelts. We got some skelts. There's some some fine skelts dancing in a cirque. It's spooky. It's spooky. Okay, these skelts are spooky. Look at them faces. That One you can might see. also say these skelts are terrifying. Terrifying. And spooky skelts. Their hip bones look like W's, and we all know W's cannot lie. Yeah, <laughs> those W's cannot lie. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. the thing. We only got two colors There's... here. <coughs> and all the colors uh, in between. Yeah, we've got a gradient scale between black and white. Um, for context, I can see color when I'm reading image data from a database. I cannot see color when I'm looking out with my infrared eyes, but I can see the color of this. And there is, uh, it is pretty much as if I was just using my eyes. So here's the thing uh, that I like a lot about this. Very immediately, strong depth of field, which you don't usually see in classical portraiture. No. Such as this. You've got a strong foreground, a strong background, and a strong background. Yeah, very clear separation between the subject and the background of this painting. Uh, I'm going to say this right now. I love the feats. The feats? The feats? Look at those little bendy flippers. They're undefeatable, those feats. Shit, we can't get better than that. That no, just we can't. summed everything up. I mean, what? What? Exactly. They got solid rib cages that have been painted to look like regular rib cages. It's important to note that this picture conveys both a lot of happiness and sadness, depending on which face you look at. But yes. if you go the further to the left you go, the happier you get. 
And so Actually, make another- I would say, I would say, I would counter that and say this photo conveys happiness at the expense of others. Because oh. one of these skelts is having a good time. And as far as we can tell, all the rest of the skelts are not. They're just like, ah, Douglas the Skelt. No, I can't say Douglas. Douglas is such a good boy. What's a different name for this Skelt? Um, Jim. Jim, Jim. the Skelt over there. Just because it's his birthday, we all have to hold hands and bend our feet. Bend our feet. feet. But Jim conveys like the perfect amount of marrowment. The merriment (laughs) as bone. It's just a a good smile. It's just a- Mark down another point for yourself there. Always. Who's in the lead? Um, me. Okay. <laughs> You'll never escape. Nope. Uh, uh, I mean, like, we've, happiness at the expense of others is truly the real one theme about Halloween. It, the, the line trick or treat, I think, conveys that perfectly. It's a common children saying, which is why Baba Yaga has to eat them, of Mm -hmm. they demand either reward or you get punishment. Either way, they will find their fun. Yep. The the converse here is to Jim, the most Baba of all these Skelts. For him, the treat is to trick all the rest of these Skelts into bending their flippers and holding hands. And I think nothing truly captures the spirit of Halloween. More than that. And bent flippers. Bent flippers and held hands. One of the things I find incredibly interesting is trying to convey happiness in uh, this, like, monotone color scheme of black and white and everything in between. Mm -hmm. It's it's hard. You don't... I don't think it is an easy task to be like, I want to convey happiness with bones and black and white. Yeah, it's definitely a challenging piece. I want to point out, none of these skills have kneecaps. What? what? <laughs> they've got, they've got, they've got weird little like bendy blips. That's that's where the bones meet, but there's no kneecaps. Yeah, they've. Got, it looks like like springs or suction cups almost. I mean, the inherent idea of a moving skeleton is hard to convey. Realistically, I'm okay with them having little bulgies. Yeah, this is very impressionist, I would say. Uh, it's not, it's, it's not, they're not going for classical realism here in this painting, that's for sure. No, it's a, it, it's a variety of movements conveyed in a still image. And I think to get that across, you do need the spring-like structure of bone. Mm-hmm. You need bone to spring. Yes. And I think spring being the opposite of fall the, uh, is a good sign that we're at the end of our little spooky journey here. This little bonus Halloween episode that we've put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just like to say um, our our uh, our our lessons that we've learned: be Baba, eat children, hold hands, bend your flippers, enjoy are, yourself at the cost of others' enjoyment. Those are the tenets of the Hallowed Ween. Mm-hmm. And uh, that will be where we call it for this week. Uh, So just remember, bend your flippers, hold your hands, be Baba, eat children, always enjoy yourself at the expense of others. Thank you all for listening. My name is the Daily Gordilia, the human. I'm 
uh, scary sack P, the endarkened human. And I'm kill underscore bot number 6662E0, the... Um, the pins and also some more pins. The, the, the pins and also some more pins. <laughs> this has been Post 2039. And remember, Mad Dr. Frankenstein's hate him. Use this one weird trick for a stitched together face of corpse parts. Ha 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 ha.